0: This is Bigger Pockets Daily. No rest for us on a Sunday. I'm Tyler, and every day I read a different article from the Bigger Pockets real estate blog. You can listen to one of these shows each day, or you can go wild and binge through the whole catalog. This isn't a new show, and most of these articles outline concepts that stand the test of time.
1: Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. This show is sponsored by Airbnb.
0: Five Ways a Rental Property Makes Money and Why You Need to Know All of Them by Allie Boone If you're anything like me, you grew up believing rental properties were inherently profitable. Within that belief, you likely didn't know how they made money. Just that they did. Well, in this podcast, you can learn precisely how rental properties make money. Overall, They make money in five different ways. Number one, cash flow. Cash flow is what's left over from the rental income after all expenses are paid. Cash flow may also be referred to as net income as compared to gross income, which is the income before expenses are taken out. Cash flow can be positive or negative. Positive cash flow means there's excess income after the expenses are paid, and that income gets to go right into your pocket as profit. Negative cash flow means the costs have exceeded the income, and now you have to pay out of pocket to cover those. You can calculate your cash flow on a monthly or yearly basis. Decide what you want to look at, total up your expenses for that period, and subtract that expense total from the rental income total. What's left is your cash flow. Nice thing about cash flow is that it can act as a tremendous buffer against shifting real estate market dynamics. For example, suppose the real estate market crashes and the value of your property decreases. As long as you're still collecting cash flow from the property, you can wait until the market corrects and the value of your property goes back to where it was. In that situation, you wouldn't even know we were experiencing a recession since you'd still make the same amount of money from the property each month. Compare this to a negative cash flow situation and the market tanks. You may get stuck in a position that forces you to offload the property at a loss because you can't afford to maintain it through the recession. While not the highest profit center of all, cash flow can serve as a critical foundation for successful rental property investing. Appreciation Probably the most popular form of profit when people think of rental properties, Appreciation has been a consistent performer over time and one of the biggest players in what makes people so wealthy from real estate. Appreciation is when the value of a property increases due to various factors. The two main causes of appreciation are, one, improving a property, and two, the location, improving a property. So rehabbing a property will create appreciation because that rehab has now increased the property's value. In most cases, the increase in the value of the property will be more than what the investor had to pay to complete the rehab. For example, let's say you buy a $100,000 property and put 30k into a rehab. With all of the improvements, the property is worth 150,000 bucks. You only put in 130,000, 100,000 plus the 30,000 rehab. But now the property is worth 150k. There's an extra 20000 bucks in free money thanks to the appreciation generated by the rehab. This kind of appreciation is called forced appreciation. Location The location you bought the property in will also be a primary driver of appreciation. If the demand for housing in the area, the broader market for the specific neighborhood, rises, so will property values. Demand may rise due to general market growth, or it may be because you bought in an area that got intentionally gentrified, which could force quicker and more dramatic appreciation. In addition to improvements in demand increasing the value of a property, an investor may likely also experience appreciation in the market value of rental income. Rents inevitably increase over time due to several factors, but what causes appreciation to the value of a property will usually trigger appreciation in rental values as well. When the rents increase, your cash flow will increase proportionately. While appreciation is one of the highest profit centers of a rental property, it's also speculative. It's never a guarantee that the reason you believe a property will appreciate will pan out as you assume it will. You should always consider contingency plans on how you expect a property to profit should the appreciation strategy fold. The other consideration to remember is that rental properties are long-term investments, and often true appreciation potential is experienced over the long-term rather than the short-term. Building equity through mortgage payoff Yeah, one of the coolest things about owning a rental property is that your tenant's rent check is most likely covering your mortgage payment. Hopefully, it's covering more than that. But if it's at least covering your mortgage payment, it means that you aren't the one paying down your mortgage, they are. Here's an example. You buy a $100,000 rental with 20% down. That means you paid 20,000 bucks up front and the remaining 80 grand is the balance on the loan in addition to interest payments. So over the course of 30 years, the mortgage balance is paid down every month through the income you receive from your tenant's At the end of those 30, 80K has been paid off and now you own the property free and clear. The 80,000 bucks isn't instantly liquid because it's in the form of equity, but it's your money. And you can either keep it as equity or pull it out of the property and use it however you wish. The bottom line is that you turned 20,000 into $80,000 plus any appreciation that's most likely occurred over 30 years. Tax Benefits Disclaimer, I'm not a tax expert. You should consult your CPA for all tax matters involving your real estate investments. That said, rental properties are among the most advantageous investments within the IRS tax code. Essentially, rental property income can wind up being tax-free income when filed correctly. While that may not sound like profit in your pocket right away, Think about how much you end up paying in taxes on your normal income. If you're in the 33% tax bracket, you could pay 33 dollars in taxes on a $100,000 income. What if you were able to keep that 33 Isn't that a hefty amount of money? The tax benefits aren't exactly black and white, but they should at least give you a perspective on how substantial the profits from these benefits can be. The primary way rental properties generate tax breaks is through write-offs. When you write off an expense, it decreases your taxable income, decreasing how much you owe in taxes. If you have sufficient write-offs to decrease your taxable income enough, you could bring your tax liability way down or even zero it out. Please, I implore you, Google Jerry Seinfeld and Kramer talking about tax write-offs. It's a good one, Anyway, the write-offs for rental properties come from two primary sources. Number one, expenses. Most of your expenses on a rental property can be written off. For example, property taxes, insurance, management fees, repairs, maintenance, mortgage interest, etc. How these are written off is specified, and you should consult your CPA for help on those. And the second write-off, depreciation. The IRS assumes that a rental property will degrade over time, so they allow you to write off perceived wear and tear on your property. The IRS provides a specific equation to be used for depreciation. With the expense and depreciation write-offs reducing your taxable income, you stand to receive a notable amount of money taken off your tax liability each year, which in turn equates to profit in your pocket. We can't talk about rental properties without mentioning… Hedging against inflation. Inflation. Possibly one of the most hated words in the English language tends to strain our lives in myriad ways. But is inflation always bad? When it comes to rental properties, inflation is actually good. The more inflation, the more profitable your rental property may be. Inflation causes the dollar to become worth less than it used to be. Assume you get a fixed-rate mortgage today on your $100,000 rental property. While $100,000 is worth $100,000 today, what if 100 dollars is only worth the equivalent of today's $70,000 at some point in the future when the dollar's value goes down? That's how inflation works. As we mentioned earlier, rent increases are caused by a lot of different factors, and one of those additional factors is inflation. When a tenant's rent payment increases due to inflation, your fixed-rate mortgage payment doesn't change, (laughs) resulting in even more cash flow. As with appreciation, inflation helps with both the overall equity in your property and the tangible cash flow hitting your pocket. Applying the five profit centers. All right, so now that we talked about all of that, it's actually exciting to know how rental properties can make money, especially since the profit comes from five different directions. Having owned my rental properties for 10 to 12 years, I can personally vouch for all five profit centers. I vaguely understood them when I started investing, but it wasn't until I owned my properties for a substantial amount of time that I could see how lucrative each profit center is. One of the best things you can do as an investor is to understand each of these profit centers and apply the knowledge to your analysis when looking at prospective rental properties. There are two keys that you should know when beginning to analyze the profit potential of a rental property. Number one, contrary to what a lot of us were taught to believe about rental properties being inherently profitable, not all rental properties are. This is important to know so that you are prompted to analyze the profit potential of a property stringently. But also, if you run across a rental property and your analysis of it doesn't suggest a profit, it may not be that you're doing your analysis wrong It may just be a property that doesn't stand to be profitable. And number two, every rental property you look at may create a different balance between the profit centers. For example, an extremely high cash flow property may not come with much, if any, appreciation potential. Or the nicest house with the highest appreciation potential may not offer much in the way of cash flow. Or maybe cash flow is low, as can again with higher interest rates, but you're investing in a time of extremely high inflation, so suddenly the Inflation Profit Center takes the lead. No two rental properties will make money in the same way at the same rate. In most cases, there is a risk versus reward trade off. Mismanagement of a rental property can cause even the best property to not see a profit. But when you take the time to understand these dynamics and how rental properties make money and apply that to your buying decisions, you stand a much higher chance of experiencing noticeable profit from the properties you invest in. Okay, that about wraps up today's show. If you're hungry for more visual content, did you know Bigger Pockets has a YouTube channel? You can find series, investment property walkthroughs, live videos, and more. Just go to youtube.com slash biggerpockets or biggerpockets.com slash YouTube. Either way, See you back here tomorrow.